on episode 313 of Nintendo Switchcraft. There's an indie showcase coming. Star Tropics dries out. We've got a release date for a certain game. Something new from Sega. More info about Octopath. First looks, calls, emails, and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Nintendo Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like you. In fact, it's brought to you by a specific patron, which I forgot to write down. So I'm furiously trying to get there now and find out who is the next patron in line. And that would be... Zubity zubity zoo. Um, no, our uh, Pierre Luke. That would be Pierre Luke. So Pierre Luke, thank you very much for being a patron, and uh, you guys are awesome. I appreciate it. Let's let's get started with the stuff though. We we want to talk about the stuff. Okay, this is not a Nintendo specific story, but I want to start, and I, I'm going to try and make this quick. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Google's new venture into gaming, which they called Stadia. I think that this could be a really, really exciting addition. It's certainly not going to be perfect, and there's going to be drawbacks to it, and I'm not going to talk about all that stuff right now. Um, but I think that Stadia is very exciting, and I, I exciting enough that I decided I wanted to do a podcast all about Stadia. Uh, you can find the podcast. I got home. I recorded a quick two-minute episode. I've still got to work on the artwork and and you know the format and exactly what it is that I'm going to do. Uh, but StadiaCast is the name of the podcast all about Google's new Stadia platform, which I think is pretty exciting. Uh, I'm not going to summarize everything right now, but in three words, it is uh, streaming games online. And I think that it's pretty cool. I'm excited to check it out and I'm excited to talk about it. So if you want to check out the show, it's not on all the platforms yet. It's going to take some time before it trickles out to everywhere. But if you want to check out the show right now, you can go to anchor.fm slash stadiacast. That's anchor.fm slash stadiacast. And I'm really not going to talk anything else about Stadia here on this show. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that that's another show that maybe we can talk uh, that, that you might want to subscribe to uh, one more time. Anchor.fm slash StadiaCast. So go subscribe right now. What are you waiting for? Thank you. Well, I want to know what you guys are excited for. I, I don't know that I can really make predictions for this or not, but Nindy Showcase was announced yesterday uh, that it is coming out tomorrow at, I think it's 9 a.m. Pacific time. If I, you know what, let me just open up uh, this uh, website real quick. This is uh, Nintendo's official site. Uh, Live.nintendo.com is where you can watch it. Yeah, it's 9 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be about 30 minutes of uh, information about indie games for the Nintendo Switch. I, I'm always excited for this stuff because I play a ton of indie games on the Switch, and I think it's a fantastic platform for indie games. Uh, so what stuff am I hoping to hear about? Well, there's a couple things. Uh, the first thing that I'm hoping to hear about is um, uh, 
uh, Shovel Knight. I, I really want to hear about Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is like one of my favorite games that have that has come to uh, the Nintendo Switch and other platforms as well because I, I played it on uh, Steam as well as Nintendo Switch and had an absolute blast. My son and I sat down and we played multiplayer going through and uh, we beat that whole game and that was a couple of years ago. So much fun. What a great, great game. And then they they just keep bringing out more and more DLC uh, because they originally launched that game on Kickstarter and one of their Kickstarter goals was if they hit this per, this certain level, they would bring out three DLCs and this is the third one. The third one is King of Cards and I've been waiting forever to check out King of Cards because I love, they, they don't just add in a new character. They went back and they remade all of the levels to best suit the new character's way of moving around or way of attacking. And it's just like it, the, the amount of dedication that they put into uh, Shovel Knight is just amazing. So I, I'm looking forward to um, King Knight, uh, the, the King Knight addition to Shovel Knight. Uh, another game that I'm looking forward to, and, and I've been waiting all day for this actual <laughs> for this news to actually come out uh and that is uh oh god what's the name of the game um my brain is oh my god what is the name of the game it just escaped me dungeon no castle crasher thank you Pitterate. uh castle crashers castle crashers we've been like they said, tune in on Tuesday for more information, but we still haven't heard what's going on. So if you don't, if you don't know, um, they they showed a picture of four Joy Cons in the original uh, color configurations of the characters in Castle Crashers, and then they didn't say anything, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, it's coming to the Switch!" And then they showed some PS4 controllers with the the lights i can't reach my ps4 controller right now but with the lights uh each ps4 controller has like a little triangle light, light on the front of it and the lights were colored to match the four characters in castle crashers and they said more to come on tuesday and damn it it's tuesday and we still haven't heard anything uh so i'm i'm looking forward to it i really 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 want to find out more about Castle Crashers, but uh, it seems like they're waiting until later. So if you haven't already followed them, they are a gigantic. What is the name? Uh, behemoth. The Behemoth on Twitter. If you follow them on Twitter, you can get the notification uh, right as soon as uh, they post it. But rest assured, I will update it on runjumpstomp.com so you can check that out. Those are the two things that I'm probably looking forward to most on uh, the Indie Direct. And everything else, I assume, is going to be surprises or stuff that we already knew was coming. Um, oh, Pakio in chat says he thinks that they tweeted about it. Uh, they did? Okay, they did. Well, now we're getting some live. So uh, let's find out. Where is it? It's... um. The behemoth, behemoth, the behemoth. There we go. I can never spell that. Uh, so here we go. The Castle Crashers Remastered is coming to Nintendo Switch 
and PlayStation 4. They said read about it all read read all about it on our blog. Uh, so let's see. A uh, multiplayer mini game called Back Off Barbarian that has that's frantic and weird. Uh, texture sizes of the game are five times the texture sizes of the original game. So they're really making things bigger so that they look nicer. Uh, it says it runs at 60 frames per second, which is much better than the 30 frames per second of the original. All previously released downloadable content like characters, weapons, animal orbs are available in game and various performance updates and improvements to gameplay and online multiplayer. Uh, let's see what else it says. It supports HD Rumble, Nintendo Switch Online, uh, four-player local Joy-Con support, um, so you can bring it with you. On PS4, uh, they've got more lighting technology to lighten up your light bars with the character affinity color. Oh, so okay, so they're talking about the controllers, not like, not like how the lighting is in the game. Um, okay, so here's the question that I was wondering uh, out of everything. Uh, why not a sequel? Because that's kind of what I would want. I would I would prefer to have a sequel uh, to this than anything else. Uh, so they actually address this on their on their website. It says, "Spooky tough question. I often see people claim we would never make a sequel. That's not accurate. We might make one someday, but it would have to hit all the right points at all the right times. It has to be a product that would end up vastly improved rather than more of the same, which is only something we can accomplish with gaining experience." Another thing to consider is that there would be no Castle Crashers 2 if we started out by making sequels. You'd have Alien Hominid 2 instead of Castle Crashers 1, or alternative, there'd be no Battle Block Theater if we made Castle Crashers 2. It's fun making different worlds and genres you love and want more of. We like the idea of more too. A constant internal battle with our minds. We sat down to make a company. We had already had more game ideas than we could ever physically make in the first place, we want to bring them to life conflicting stuff. So there you go. That's why it's not Castle Crashers 2. And I think that that's a fair enough response. So if you're somebody who played the hell out of Castle Crashers 1 the first time around, you, this, there's probably nothing here for you. Uh, for me, I really didn't play it that much. And I've heard it's fantastic. But I, you know, at the time, I had the Xbox 360 and it was hooked up to my big TV downstairs. And I think that there was blood in the game and I didn't want to play it in front of my son. So I never really got to spend any time playing Castle Crashers. Well, he's 10 years old now. And I think it's safe to say that he can probably see me play Castle Crashers. And even if he couldn't, most of my video game stuff is upstairs in my in my office now. So I'm pretty excited for Castle Crashers. Uh, it They didn't say when. Um, I don't think I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling one more time. And yeah, I don't, I don't see anything about the release date, which is too bad. Um, but, oh, they said it summer 2019. They said it in the video. Yeah. There's so there's a video, uh, right here that, that I, you know, if, if I had watched, then I would be able to to tell you, but I'm doing the show right now, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, but Castle Crashers, if you're excited about it, there you go, coming out this summer, and I'm going to play a bunch of it, because that game looks fun. Now, man, we've kind of taken a, a winding path back and forth across uh, <laughs> the Nindy Direct tomorrow. I don't know what's going to come, but 
I, I can't live stream it because I'm going to be at work when it comes out. And that being said, Thursday's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, you can bet that I'm going to be talking about the games that I want to play uh, from the Nindies Direct. So here's my, here's my uh, request to you guys. If you're listening to this right now and you watch the Nindies Direct tomorrow and you get excited about a game, it's super easy to become part of the show. All right. You can email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or even better, you can get your voice on the show by using the Anchor app. So you go to Anchor, uh, or I'm sorry, you go to your phone, you go to whatever app store that you have, you download the Anchor app, leave a voicemail. You after you, you you open up the Anchor app, you search for my show, and you can leave a voicemail, keep it less than a minute because it's going to cut you off, and tell me what game from the Nindies showcase are you excited for? And with that, I'm going to shut up and move on to the next thing. Hello, Luke. Hey, listen. I played a bunch of games uh, this weekend, which is funny because I was so busy, but I, I at least, I, okay, let's, it's not really that I played them so much as I checked them out. And I want to talk about the games that I've checked out. Uh, so I checked about, or I checked out four games. The first is Neon Caves, and then The Princess Guide, and then Claybook and Lyrica. Okay, so those are the four games that I played this weekend. Just doing first looks, and I want to talk about Neon Caves. And I can't say much because it's under embargo. Uh, what I can tell you is that it's a game that looks like it was on these old old arcade systems with like a black background and super, super bright vector style lines. And you are this little ship that uh, flies around and has to blow up uh, enemies and uh, blow up little gold things to keep the cave from collapsing. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to see what that game looks like, you can find it at my um, at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. In fact, I have first looks for all of these. And it's under embargo right now, but on March 25th at 6 a.m., the embargo's up, and you'll be able to see my, my gameplay video. If you go to the show notes, which are at runjumpstomp.com for today, if you go to the show notes and you click on the link for Neon Caves, it's going to take you to the video that's already up and ready and, and ready to go. And then you can click a little bell icon to set a reminder that's going to let you know, hey, um, remind me when this is coming out. And then we'll be able to, you can watch it uh, with other people. Uh, the, it comes out on March 25th at 6 a.m. Eastern. Uh, but, you know, you could just uh, give it a thumbs up. And uh, you can click uh, set reminder and it will let you know when the when the video comes out so that you don't forget. But that's Neon Caves. Another game that I've played, which is actually pretty, pretty interesting, is the Princess Guide. Uh, Princess Guide is this top down. I don't want to describe it almost like a fighting game, if that makes sense. Uh, so it, it's like this this top down brawler very much reminded me of Penny Punching Princess. And it's a pretty cool game. Uh, it's got this weird thing that it does with the text where the text is written on the ground and I can't stand that. That drives me bananas. But the gameplay is very, very fast and um, and frenetic. 
Uh, you got to really, really, you hit a lot of buttons real quick uh, as you're you're spamming these buttons, kind of like an old school brawler. Uh, it's you on the on the um, what's the word I'm looking for? You are on the on the battlefield, and sometimes you will have um, like people with you that you can command to attack as well. There's a lot going on on the screen and it doesn't have the best UI and the tutorial is really not great, but I found it to be a pretty fun game. So make sure that you check out my first look for the princess guide uh, over at my YouTube channel as well. Um, another game that I played yesterday, I don't actually know if I put this up yet, but that's Claybook. Claybook is this really, really strange game. It's... Uh, it, it looks really blurry, almost like it's it was made at a lower resolution and it's blown up to the 720p, I'm sorry, the 1080p of the docked mode. And Claybook is this really odd game where you are playing as a ball of clay. Uh, you can hit a button and change the shape of the ball to a cube or a cylinder or a wheel. And your job is to solve puzzles in this entire world that's made out of clay. Uh, so you can hit a button and duplicate yourself in order to um, in order to leave behind like something for you to climb on. Uh, you can hit the Y button and take over other nearby objects in in order to um, in, in order to move along. And you can turn into a square and and hold down, I think it's ZR, and that allows you to dig into objects with like the corners of the square and dig out the clay. Very interesting game. It's not really a game for me. Like it didn't make me want to keep playing, but there's definitely something there for people who like this kind of game. And I think that there's a lot of those people out there. And that's Claybook. Uh, and then finally, I wanted to talk about a game called Lyrica. Uh, the developer reached out to me and asked me to check out their game. Uh, I was pretty disappointed. Uh, not, not, not that the game is made poorly, but that the game doesn't support any kind of... Uh, you have to play it in handheld mode because it's a touchscreen game. You can't play it without being on the touchscreen. And I'm not really a fan of that. I would very much prefer if I could play it uh, where I am using the Joy-Cons in order to play it. What kind of game is it? It is a rhythm game uh, where you are trying to tap the screen at exactly the right time to show off, or not to show off, to uh, match the beat of the song that's playing. And uh, <laughs> halfway through my first look, I realized, wait a second, I'm not actually doing anything. It's a touchscreen game. That's that's the way that you play the game. So I'm I'm not a huge fan of games that are only touchscreen, but you know it's a portable device and it has a touchscreen. And I understand that there's a lot of people out there that never play with the Switch docked, and this might be the kind of game for them. Uh, it 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 did make me think of a game that I would love to come to the Switch, and that is Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. I had that on the 3DS. It's a really really fun game, but um. I would love that to come to the Switch. It has great Final Fantasy music in it, and it's the same kind of game where you're tapping to the beat, and I, I, was, a, I was a big fan uh, of that game. Anyway, those are the first looks 
make sure you check out those videos. And, uh, you know, if you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube and hit the little bell to get the reminder. And, uh, you know, let me know in the comments what you think of those games. Nuts for Nintendo. Okay, we are going to lightning around the rest of these stories because there's not much to say about them, but I just wanted to let people know about it. Um, and then we're going to get to listener calls and emails and stuff. So real quick, uh, Star Tropics uh, just came out in the NES Nintendo Switch Online uh, stuff. So if you have Nintendo Switch Online, you have access to it. And Star Tropics is an old Nintendo Entertainment System game. And it had this weird form of DRM. Uh, the weird form of DRM, which a lot of kind of games had back in the day, was go into the manual and find this page. But they did it in a very interesting way. The The way that they did the DRM is along with the game and the manual, you also received this little packet that would dissolve in water. And you would put this packet in water. And at some point in the game, they would say... Uh, here's this letter from so-and-so, uh, get it wet to find out the secret code. And you would put the, you would put it in there and it, it would, uh, <laughs> it would, it would tell like the, the packet would dissolve and it would have like the, the, the answer to the, to whatever the game was asking, uh, to what you're supposed to do. Now, when this came out, uh, in the virtual console on, think the Wii or the Wii U, I can't remember, you could go into the instruction booklet and find out, oh, okay, well, the code is this. But you can't do that in uh, the NES version because they don't have that in there. It's almost like Nintendo just forgot, okay? Uh, which is really, really, really irritating that Nintendo forgot that stuff. So, if you want to dip the map in water and find out what the code is, uh, it, it's super easy. Uh, it's 747. That's the code. All right. So uh, if you want the code in the, uh, to play Star Tropics, you get to that point. It's 747. Uh, it appears in the Invisible Ink. And special thanks to Chris Kohler, uh, who works at Kotaku, uh, who uh, went back and found out for us. Although... I suppose he could have just Googled it, which is, I, I, I'm almost assuming that that's what Nintendo is doing, is just saying, ah, people will just Google it. Uh, but I think that that's kind of lame. I think that they could have found a more elegant way to do that. All right. Uh, Mario Maker 2. We have a release date rumor for Mario Maker 2. I'm excited for Mario Maker 2, but there's a German store called Saturn, and they are saying that the game is coming out on... June 28th. Uh, we don't know if that's true or not. We haven't heard anything from Nintendo about a release date, but there you go. Take that rumor with a grain of salt. Uh, Sega has confirmed that they are working on a brand new Sonic game, but they're not going to say anything about it yet. They're just saying they, they, they mentioned this at South by Southwest. Uh, they're, it's in production and they don't have anything to say, but they are working on a new Sonic game. And uh, Square Enix... Uh, decided to talk a little bit more about Octopath Traveler. Uh, it says here, uh, the translation of the story, it says after a few years, that the, the new game takes place a few years before uh, the tale of the eight traveling heroes. So it's a prequel, but we already kind of knew that. Uh, the continent of Ostera was dominated by those who respectively reached the apex of wealth, power, and glory. 
Their endless ambition plunged the entire continent into darkness. However, multiple individuals stood up against them. As the one chosen by the ring, you will travel the world and meet those rebels. What will you feel? What will you grasp at the end of your journey? Go forth toward the story you seek and craft the legend of the continent's champions. Uh, so there you go. A little bit more information. And there's there's even more information if you follow the link in the show notes over at runjumpstomp.com. Uh, so there you go. Um, that's it for the lightning round. Let's, let's get some feedback from listeners. Now you're playing with power. All right. We're going to start this out with an email. I got an email and two calls that I want to get to, uh, the email I'm opening up my email now. I did should have had it already open, but I, I messed that up. Uh, they said, my name is Adam and I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And I love the show. Thank you very much, Adam. I appreciate it. Uh, They said, as a lifelong Clevelander and Nintendo fan, I just wanted to state that 29 years ago this weekend, the Nintendo World Championship 1990 Tour came to town. It was only four months. I was only four months old at the time, but I love the fact that a huge moment in Nintendo history took place in my city. Keep up the good work, Adam from Cleveland. Well, Adam from Cleveland Thank you very much. I did want to talk about what you said real quick because that was a huge moment and somebody just found a Nintendo World Championship cartridge. It's been verified and uh, I guess like right now the bidding is somewhere over $20,000 for that thing. Man, oh man, I would love to get my hands on one of those. Not because it's worth so much, but just because it's so cool. Uh, So if you've never seen these things, they're these cool gray cartridges They've got kind of a crappy label on them that says Nintendo World Championship, and then there's like a serial number. And at the bottom, I think it lists off some of the games that were on it. And the thing that really makes it stand out from a regular Nintendo cartridge is the fact that it's got like a space of the cartridges open, and there's a bunch of dip switches in there. And that's how they would change what game you were going to play. And it's got a really huge board inside the controller uh, much bigger than than uh, most Nintendo cartridge boards, but the cartridge itself is the same size. Um, I there's a vi- if you want to know the whole video about it, I, I'm gonna try and remember to put a link in the show notes. But if you just go to YouTube and look for Metal Jesus Rocks, uh, he's a gaming YouTuber. He's got a video all about it because he he uh, he went and uh, went with the the person who had found it, who's trying to sell it. Uh, and, and went and got it verified with them and documented the whole thing with uh, for his YouTube channel. Uh, but I thought that that was really cool. And, you know, your your uh, your email made me think of it. So thank you. Paperboy from Mindscape for your Nintendo Entertainment System. I've been listening to your most recent episode about the Animal Crossing rumors. Uh, great job so far. It's really informative. I wanted to give you a, leave you a comment about the paths feature that you mentioned. Um, In Animal Crossing New Leaf, and even previous games before that, uh, players did not have the ability to make, like, sidewalks or just kind of, like, paths to help you get around in town. So what players ended up doing was taking the designs from their artwork section, and then you can lay them on on the floor. 
So um, somebody could could basically design their own like brick sidewalk or stone sidewalk, and they could basically just lay it down one by one by one by one. Kind of think of it like Minecraft almost, and you're just laying out all these pieces. Um, I'm really glad to hear that they're going to be adding paths, or hopefully, because um, it was a really long process, and um, I would love to see that as an actual feature. Thank oh man, he got cut off. That minute thing is brutal. But anyway, thank you very much for the call. Um, Speaking of brutal, man, that sounds terrible. Like, I, I would not want to have to draw a little picture for every single little piece of the road that I would want to put down on my, on my town. So I do hope that they add in that paths thing, because that, that, sounds, that sounds bad. Sega, hot hits today, hot hits on the way. Plug in to today's hottest arcade hit. This is uh, Kaiju Guy. Um... I'm feeling a little under the weather, so sorry about that. But I just wanted to thank you for hosting the podcast, and uh, I think you're doing a great job. Um, I wanted to reach out to you to uh, ask you a question about um, Joy-Cons. I know you're not a, a huge fan of the Joy-Cons. You prefer using the Pro Controller. But what would you like to see um, come to the U.S. and to the actually to the entire world? What What different colors would you like to see? Uh, be released uh, for Joy-Cons because for me, I'd like a purple set of Joy-Cons, but that's not a thing yet. So I just wanted to reach out and ask you that question. Thank you. Have a good day. Actually, it's, it's I, I don't prefer the Pro Controller to the Joy-Cons. I find that some games are really, really good with the Joy-Con and some games are really, really good with the Pro Controller. So it's kind of, it's kind of all over the place as to which controller I prefer. If it's if it's a 2D game with like a D-pad heavy game, I really like the Joy-Cons myself. If it's a first-person shooter or a third-person kind of game where there's a lot of camera controls, I prefer to use the 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 um what's the word I'm looking uh, the the Pro controller for that. Uh Joel Me 24 in chat says, "Don't you prefer Smash with the Joy-Cons?" I do prefer Smash with the Joy-Cons because the stick has such a short throw that when I don't have to move the stick nearly as much to get the same effect out of it. Um, but I also think it's really good with the Pro Controller. And I know there's people out there that are like, you don't use the GameCube controller to play Smash, are you crazy? Yeah, I am. I am crazy. As far as colors, I don't know that I really care. Uh, I'd like a set of clear ones because that just always kind of looks rad. I would also, I, I, I want people to have the things that they want. So I hope that a purple controller comes out for you. But I'm pretty happy with the red and blue neon ones that I, that, that I have. And my son has the neon ones. And then we also got him, I think it was a green and pink set for Christmas because uh, he had broken the stick on one of his uh, controllers. So we ended up, for Christmas, he ended up getting a, a green and pink one. Uh, but speaking of Joy-Cons, uh, I did want to take a second and address something. Uh, there was a guy who called in with a joystick drift issue. And I just want to let you know that we have a community Discord, uh, which you can find over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And join that community Discord. And people, I'm not going to read off all the things that people had said, uh, but... Uh, people had listed a whole bunch of uh, uh, fixes, uh, things that, that you should do in order to get your, your Joy-Con drift 
fixed. Uh, I'm not running into that issue yet, knock on wood, but uh, if I do, these are the solutions that I'm, gonna, that I'm gonna try. And if all else fails, call Nintendo. Nintendo has fantastic customer service. Uh, call Nintendo and see what they can do to help you out. Speaking of the Discord, oh my gosh, I almost forgot about this. Uh, Coach Tech 74 on the community Discord asked a question. He said, my eight-year-old daughter is new to video games and is easily discouraged. I tried Overcooked and it was too frustrating. I can see that, like that game's tough. Uh, I thought she'd love Rayman Legends since she can simply die and respawn, but she wasn't inter inter into it. You recommend Jumpin' Joe and I grabbed it for 20 cents and she loves it, great game. Uh, I think the simple mobile games might be her jam at this point. Any other recommendations for a simple mobile-like games? Um, Timberman is really good and is super cheap. Um, Rezzed TV says Yoku's Island is Express is perfect for the young and easily discouraged. So uh, thank you very much, Rezzed TV. Um, uh, I haven't played that one, but it's like some kind of weird pinball game. Uh, I, I'm reaching out to you guys. If you have ideas for Coach Tech 74, there's a lot of ways that you can do that. You can join our Discord and tell him yourself, or you can write in or call in and tell me, and and we'll we'll let Coach know as soon as he listens to the next episode. Speaking of listening to the show, as a thank you. For those of you that are listening to the show, I'm doing a giveaway right now for a physical copy. This is US only, by the way, because it's expensive to ship stuff places. A physical copy of Lego DC Supervillains. And if you wanna if you wanna get in on that, um on that. Oh, my brain stopped working. If you want to get on on that giveaway, all you have to do is go to runjumpstomp.com slash nsc dash lego that's nsc dash lego the password is batman sign up this is only for people who listen to the podcast all right uh nsc dash lego password is batman sign up for the giveaway and uh you know in at the end of the month i think or maybe next week i can't remember when it ends actually off the top of my head uh i'll check uh, at the end of the week, we are going to be giving the, or when the giveaway is over, I can't remember now, uh, we're going to give this away. And, uh, I think that you'll be, you know, you'll be lucky and get it because not a lot of people are going to enter. It's only for listeners. And then it's only for listeners who don't already have it. And it's only for listeners who bother to go do this. So there's not a ton of people who are going to have a chance at winning that. So your chances are pretty high. Uh, so go check that out. And by the way, I can't believe we didn't think of this. Lego games, uh, Coach Tech. Lego games are a wonderful game for little kids to play. Really, really great games. I would recommend that you check out Lego City Undercover. That's my favorite Lego game. It's hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. And uh, make sure that you... Wait, hold on. What are you saying? Oh my God, this is a UK version. Why is this a UK version? How'd that even happen? Well, it's region free, so if you want the uh, UK version of uh, this, because it says Peggy 7 on the bottom, I don't even know how that happened. That's weird. Uh, check that out. Anyway, uh, Lego games are great 
for little kids. Uh, you just die over and over, build, break. That's that's the that's the loop. It's really really fun. Anyway, uh, that's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. If you want to be part of the community, join the Discord. If you want to watch the show live, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. If you want to watch my YouTube videos, watch them over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, get a hold of me through email or on Twitter at runjumpstomp, or you can use the Anchor app to get a hold of me and call into the show. If you're looking for ways to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Music on today's show is Noteblock. Make sure you check them out over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. I'm out of here. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.